Good afternoon, Raider fans. This is Raider Greg coming to you from the Raider Nation podcast broadcast. It's a beautiful day here in Northern California. Welcome to the show. We're going to talk about a couple things today. We're going to talk about Kerry Collins as a quarterback. Take, take a close look here at Kerry. Talk about some numbers and some observations that I got from last year. We'll also be going to uh, talk about Terrell Owens. I'll give you the story on his contract and what what this banter is about the Eagles. We don't hear the story here on the West Coast, but it's really very active on the East. We'll also be talking about Los Angeles, City of Angels, getting a new football team in a franchise. Who's going to go? Who wants to go? Because we know L.A. doesn't care who comes, so as long as somebody does. So this is my fourth broadcast. I'm feeling pretty comfortable now here at the mic. I hope you're feeling comfortable. Welcome Raider fans! I'm getting pumped up. This is kind of a dead time of the year for everybody. Don't hear much about football. That's why I'm here. That's why you're here. So let's get into the first story here. Let's get into... Terrell Owens and his situation and why he may be coming to the Raiders. Most commentators in sports, ESPN and the like, always find any troubled player a candidate for the Raiders. Let's just go there first. Any guy who has a problem... He's going to the Raiders. Ricky Williams, right? You could almost see the ink on the contract. They were Everybody in the media was sure that Ricky Williams was going to come and play for the Raiders. And he's still not playing. So this is just an example. Um, as fans, you've seen it before. I'm sure we'll see it again. That any any guy in trouble now who's in danger, is going to go to the Oakland Raiders because, of course, we take all the misfits. That's what Al Davis, you know, is known for. Uh, That's what the media and the NFL would like you to think. But, you know, they don't show you, but the Raider fans know. Uh, Let's take an example. Mike Shanahan. There you go. Here's a guy who drafts exactly like Al Davis. He's learned to get veteran players and has been, you know, Maurice Claret got him in the draft. Jerry Rice, he's doing the same thing that we're doing, but, you know, no one says, oh, they might go to the Broncos if they have trouble. It's always the Raiders, right? That's okay, because that's who we are. <laughs> and I, I'm proud of it. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. So, Terrell Owens is unhappy in Philly, and this is why. He got a seven-year, $49 million contract. That's what he's currently signed to. Doesn't it break your heart? I'm all tore up. 
Yeah, this guy is complaining about his $49 million contract, and he's blaming it on his last agent, which she fired, and said that uh, he sold him short because he's the best player in the NFL. Well, there you go. So that's some inspiration for Moss to blow his numbers away, to blow Terrell Owens away, unless... Unless stranger things have happened, Raider fans, Al Davis gets out there and pulls an Al Davis. And the next thing you know, you got T.O. on the wide out on the left. You got Jerry Porter in the slot. And you have Randy Moss wide out to the right. Thank you, Oakland Raiders, mirroring, mirroring the Colts last year. Can you imagine the, the scores that it would be? We wouldn't even need a decent defense. We would, though, but still, still. You can see the Colts need a defense, even though they have all that offense. So that would be something you can bet, you know, because Owens last year for the Eagles, 14 touchdowns and seven 100-yard games. Do you imagine? Can you imagine what that would be like in the Raider? Nation, CNTO. I don't care if he has a bad attitude. Let him and Moscow at it for a year. Let's go to the Super Bowl and win, baby. So, the whole thing's about money. Here's the problem. The Eagles as a franchise have never, not often or sometimes, but ever renegotiated contracts. That's just not who they are. That's how their business is, because it is a business. I think Owens is going to be on the block. I believe that they, they believe that they can go and contend without Terrell Owens and his contract. What do you think, Raider fans? Email me. Let me know. Let me know uh, what you think. Anyways, it looks like they're both going to be hard heads, and he's going to come up on the chopping block. They're going to cut him. Someone's going to get him. I hope it's not anybody in the AFC West, because that, would not be good for us. Any one of them. So I hope if he goes somewhere, he stays somewhere in the NFC far, far away. We can play him in Super Bowl with Moss. Okay. Los Angeles needs a team. Los Angeles wants a team. Los Angeles would give itself up like a young virgin to have any team. They want the franchise in the city yesterday. And the NFL is working hard to do it, and there are several teams really trying to get over there. L.A. is a great market. The funny thing is, about Los Angeles is 
it's going to have to be done with some style. And I just don't see any of these teams bringing their names. Maybe the Saints. Maybe the Saints. Because these are some of the teams that are thinking of going. The Chiefs are, are making a lot of noise about moving to L.A. However, well, let's just go on. The Chiefs, uh, the Chargers, incidentally, are, are expressing interest. That's another place. Um, and, of course, the Saints. The Saints want to come marching home to Los Angeles. Well, can you imagine the Chiefs? Can you imagine the Chiefs going to L.A.? Can you imagine the fights in the stadium? <laughs> I can't even believe it. That's one good thing for us, Raider fans. We have ten regular season games at home because, you know, we could go there and watch that game too. So we could go see We could see the Raiders beat the Chiefs twice in L.A. and twice at home. Well, not twice at home, but twice in a season we could go see them in Los Angeles two times and Oakland two times. I personally think the Saints have a better chance because, uh, really, their fan base is, is poor. They need a new stadium. They don't have any money. Um... There's some sour feelings there. I think they're the team that will be making the move. That, that's just my opinion. The Chiefs, they have a willing um, city willing to build them a new stadium. It's already been picked out. They're kissing their ass. There's a lot of you know moving and shaking. So this is all a lot of saber rattling as far as the Chiefs go. And good. Keep the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City because I hate them. And if, as long as they're there, they're easier to hate. Keep those red, screaming, you know, wannabe Raider fans. You see them? I saw them on a site. You should go check out their site. It's pretty funny. They have these guys all dressed up in red. They got red makeup on. And, you know, we're the original fans. The Raider fans, hey, we were the original freaks in the fans before it was ever happening. So all these wannabes, especially in the AFC the chief freaks, I don't know what they call themselves. They're kind of, there's some type of group. I don't know what they're trying to do, but, you know, enough said. A sad attempt. That is kind of weird, though, because we did take the Oakland A's from Kansas City in 1968. They pick up and left, and they had a popular fan base there. So, who knows? Stranger things have happened. One thing for sure, though, if the Chiefs moved to L.A., there'd be way more Raider fans in the stands than there would be Chief fans in the game. I don't think they could have it. <laughs> I don't even think the game could happen. There'd have to be a police officer at every level, every section. That's funny. That's even funny thinking about. All right. Our leader. Kerry Collins, quarterback for the Oakland Raiders, was thrown or hurled into action when Rich Gannon broke his neck. I think that was a Kansas City game, too. I think there was a Chiefs. I believe it was. Anyways, um, 
he went in. He went in not expecting to play that year, or maybe expecting to play in case something happened, who knows. And he was kind of a wild quarterback to watch. He'd, he was kind of a guy you'd have to be on the edge of your seat. And, and, and here's, here's why. His first... His first five starts, his first five games with the Raiders after Rich broke his neck, he had a four-touchdown-to-ten-interception ratio. Four-to-ten, Raider fans. We all were there. We all were there seeing a beautiful pass to Jerry Porter and then the very next pass, interception, thrown right to the guy. Choke. I mean, how many cuss words can you say in 30 seconds? Five starts, four touchdowns, ten interceptions. There were only three quarterbacks in the entire NFL, Raider fans, that had a worse passing ratio of 74.8%. That was Kyle Bowler. Jay Feely, and Josh McCowan. Do you even know who these guys are? Yeah, they were starters. And they sucked too. So as a fan, I remember, as everyone else in Raider Nation, just going, what is going on? And if you remember, Kerry Collins came out and played in that last game of those five games, because I was there, and the crowd booed his ass. When he came out, everybody was screaming for Tui. Everybody. Everyone was screaming for Tui Yasusopo. And so, when Tui didn't come out, and Gannon came out, The crowd went crazy. They booed. They booed. They booed him. But you know what? Here comes Collins. Hands in the air. Egging us on. Come on. Waving us. Come on. Come on. More, more, more. You know, he was pumped up. He was pissed off. He wanted to win this game just like anybody else. I have faith in Collins. I think he's going to do well. My wife doesn't as much as I do. But anyways, let me go through this now. He lost his first, first five games, and it was horrifying. But then everybody on this broadcast said, here's this broadcast, is going to remember that the next seven games, he kicked ass. He went from four, inter four touchdowns to, to ten interception ratio to 16 touchdowns and six interceptions to a 93.0 pass rating in the next seven games. This guy, towards the end of the season, was looking good. And you can see now, with the offensive weapons that we have, 
We need to shore up the offensive line so we can get the blocks for the runners. We've got some good pass blocking right now because we'll have the ball out quick. We need to open the holes for Lamont Jordan to get in there and give Collins an opportunity to pass the ball. It's all about the running balance, the running game. That's where the balance is. We all know we have to have a running game to have a passing game. And let me tell you, Kerry Collins right now is on the hot seat. He's got some of the best weapons in the entire NFL with Jerry Porter, Moss, and Ronald Curry, Anderson. We should be, and then Lamont Jordan out of the backfield catches balls left and right. He's a great pass receiver, and he's a great receiver out of the backfield. This offense is potent and should go very far, I think, better than what they're saying in Vegas of an 8-8 eight eight season. We could mirror the Colts with no problem. The defense needs help, but with Kerry Collins, and if he's on, which I know he is, and we've got those kind of hands out there to get the ball, pick it out of the sky, wherever he throws it, we're going. If this guy doesn't produce this year, then I hope Al Davis is not like, you know, with Jay Schrader, and I don't even want to go through the names because they give me a headache. But the quarterbacks we've had in the past that we stayed with when they've been floundering, it's just not that kind of league. There's talent to be had. We have we have talent in the NFL. We have quarterbacks. We've got this young kid Walker. Let's not let's not sit with Kerry if he doesn't do it. But I think he's gonna do it, man, I tell you right now. I tell you, fans, he's going to get there. I think he is. But here's his chance. He better take advantage of it because let me tell you, he's got an opportunity now to go to the Super Bowl. And at his age, he better take this shot and be 110% committed to it. Because Raider fans, we are. And I want to thank you for listening to me today. Uh, I want to thank again the production staff, my beautiful wife, and my brother-in-law, of course, who set up this whole thing. I thank you very much, Al. You're, you're awesome. From Dynamic Nation, by the way. Well, everyone have a wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. We'll be back again with another Raider Nation podcast broadcast. Good day now. Good day now.